What's up? What's up? What? What? Turn your phone off. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is episode twenty-five. Twenty-five. We, we're we're a quarter of the way to breaking off a hundo. Can you believe it? <laughs> Can't wait till you break off a hundo. It's gonna be a glorious day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna only talk. We're gonna talk about a hundred movies on one episode. Yeah. Wow. You like you you want to do the top one hundred movies of the, of the decade on that episode? Oh. Fuck, I would, yep, yep, I do. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yep, I do. That's anyway, what, that's we, got some, we got some movies to talk about today, Chadley. Let's stop fucking around. It's not like <laughs> okay. on air here. <laughs> yeah, we're not at Hundo yet. <laughs> Let's not that's get our a, hopes too high. That's a little, that's a couple of years away, Chadley. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about uh, Foxcatcher starring Channing Tatum, Stephen Corral. We're going to talk, uh, and Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Ruff. Um, then we're going to talk about James the Jim Bond. We're going to talk about the next film in that series, The World is Not Enough. And then the new uh, Benedict Cucumber Sandwich movie, The Imitation oh, yeah. Game. Old, old Benedict uh, Cucumber Patch. Old, old Beanbag Cucumber Man. <laughs> I love how that's a meme now. <laughs> yeah, just fucking different ways to say Benedict Cucumber Patch. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, he rules, though. But we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get that in, into that later. And, we're, of course, we're also going to do uh, sort of akin to Foxcatcher. We're going to do top five sports-related movies. All that and more yeah. coming up on Movie Epidemic. So let's talk about Foxcatcher. Yeah. You know who the real star of this movie is? Steve Carell. Steve Carell's prosthetic nose. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> sort of. Remember, remember when that kid from the Breakfast Club couldn't get work anymore? Yeah. And now but, suddenly he had like but, a line in Dark Knight, and now but for he's good reason, you know. Yeah, he's he's not very good. Not very good. That being said, let's let's talk about this movie now. Before we get into this, I want to say Foxcatcher. I liked this movie, but didn't okay. need to, didn't need to be a movie. Like of all the true stories I've ever seen being that were made into a movie. This didn't need to be a movie. Sure. And uh, did you see on Twitter Mark Schultz got, like, fucking pissed? Hmm. What for? Just because it's inaccurate. <laughs> it's pretty huh. inaccurate. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be super surprised. And also, like, the... they go to a UFC match, right? And this was, like, 87. Yeah. UFC wasn't a thing until, like, 93. <laughs> <laughs> and even then it wasn't, like, rural UFC. It was just, like, a fat guy and, like, a, a taekwondo guy, and they just put them in a ring together. <laughs> um, yeah, I bet he. I bet he didn't actually do as much coke as the movie led us to believe. Uh, I mean, meatheads are meatheads. But here's the thing: is that this movie, like, here's the last twenty minutes of this movie, maybe even ten, are enthralling and fascinating and awesome. But the first hour and fifty-five minutes or so is like. Okay, so these guys are like, hey, we're wrestlers. And then Steve Carell's like, hey, do you want to wrestle here? And they're like, yes. Then they wrestled there. Yeah. And then they became but wrestlers. Yeah, that was weird because nothing really happens, even though this guy has lived an interesting life. But the thing about it was 
Uh, he was like a world champion. Like they, they do like a world champion fight in this at some point. Yeah. Uh, he already won that before he went to Foxcatcher Ranch. So that's yeah. another thing that is like kind of... I don't know. It's just... It felt like they were stretching the wrong content in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, if they, if you were gonna if you're gonna change it, if you're gonna change it and make it like not legit, uh, here's a hint: make it interesting. Yeah, put like jetpacks in it or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done. First of all, first of all, two hours and fifteen minutes. They could have cut forty five minutes out of this easily. Yeah, like, yeah, I this, agree. With this could have been this could have been bumped out in like ninety minutes. Sort of like. Sort of like Whiplash, right? That 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 bitch bumped out in in a hundred minutes, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There was just some things. Uh, I, I I didn't hate it, but it's certainly not one of the better movies of the year. But it was, it's, it's it was definitely not one of the worst. It was quite boring. Like I still think that it would definitely rank in like the top 20, 30 movies of the year. Uh, I see uh, why. Yeah, it, I would agree with that. But I see I know, see why it didn't get nominated for best picture. About, there's only about twenty good movies this year, so. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's the thing is that if you're if you're gonna make a movie this boring, back it up with fantastic stellar performances, and that's what they did here. Cause like Steve Carell, oh yeah, he's oh, really good. I've never seen him act like that before. No, no, I, I, it shocked me because everyone was like, "You gotta see this movie. Steve Carell's real fucking good at it." And I was like, "It's, it's certainly the best eh. thing he's ever done." I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. I'm sure I'm sure he'll be fine. You know, he'll be Steve Carell. I got there and was like. Is that fucking Steve Carell? Is that who that is? It it doesn't look like him. It doesn't sound like him. He pulled out all the stops. Like, he killed it. Channing Tatum? You know what? He's coming up too, man. He's coming up. He's pretty good in this movie. He's you know, you know what? He's good at playing. Uh, he's good at playing a meathead jock because that's what he is. <laughs> yeah. And I think he just pulls it from inspiration. One thing that I thought was weird about this movie is that they were portraying Mark Ruffalo and Channing Tatum as brothers, and I'm like, yo, there's a 15-year difference there. Yeah, and they're like, not very similar looking. <laughs> Mark, Mark Mark Ruffalo is a short, fat guy, and Channing, Channing Tatum is a tall, beefed-up motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mark Ruffalo has, is very wide. He's a very wide man, but very small. Uh, he's, re- he's robust, but not... <laughs> he's a small man, but not in the robust sense, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, they were they were all fantastic. I was I was surprised with Channing Tatum because you know he's done a lot of garbage. Yeah, he's, but he's he's okay sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I realize that like just because he does shitty movies, he's he's capable of good stuff, and I you know I hope he continues that because. <laughs> well, one thing that we say, man. one thing we say on this show quite often is like like when we watch a mo- good movie, we'll say I don't really want to give a lot of spoilers, but like in this movie. There's not really much to spoil because no. like nothing happened in this movie up until like the last ten minutes. But the last ten minutes, like oh, holy fuck, they're good. It's it's yeah. a good ten minutes. I enjoyed the ending quite a bit. It's just like I feel like there's a middle part that nothing fucking happens and yeah, and even like a beginning part, you know, like the first two acts were just kind of pointless. That's, that's true. It doesn't come out of the gates very strong. Um. It was kind of, it was really like a weird, it had like a sepia tone, but like green. Did you notice that? Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. It was, it was, it was, the cinematography was, was different. I didn't hate it, but also kind of gross to look at. 
It was supposed to... It felt like Here's everything was recorded this. in fluorescent lights, and I think... Well, because they were in a gym for a lot of it. I think that might have been true. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, one thing, too, uh, though, is that how many times... How many times in this movie do you think they did uh, sad music behind soundless action montages? Like, oh, I think, there's I think a lot like, of montages in this bit. Oh, I think there was like 11 or 12. There was <laughs> quite a few. Quite a few. Because it took place over, what, like two years? Two years yeah, two or so? years, yeah. Um, you know, and just like, I don't know, right at the beginning, you, you're not really, like, this movie didn't really hold your hand in kind of a good and a bad way, and that is that you're, I, I don't think you're supposed to know how to feel about the Steve Corral character, because at the beginning, you're like, ah, this guy's kind of fucked, he's kind of weird, and then in the mm-hmm. middle, you're like, oh, but you know, he's kind of lonely, alright, I, I see, you know, he's had a weird life. You know, he's had a hard life, you know, having to grow up without friends and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, later in the movie, you're like, oh, wait, no, how do... He's kind of a jizz bag, but I kind of feel bad for him still. And then at the end, you're like, no, no, fuck that guy. Like, fuck that guy hard. Mm-hmm. This movie toyed with my emotions. Yeah, Steve Carell's character was weird. It kind of went through a... kind of went through the gambit of uh, characterization. And, I, you know, it's okay, I guess. It, I don't know. It, it works in some it was, movies. And I, was, was, I, was, I thought it was weird when he was like trying to bang Chan- Channing Tatum all the time. Yeah, that was that was kind of weird, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they never really said that he was a straight man. Oh, we might have cracked something here. No, no. I mean, that's that's Could been it, discussed. That's been discussed. That's one of the reasons why people don't like the movie. Oh, because they think he's a gay man. Well, I mean, you know, people talk. <laughs> 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 Well, he's dead now, so maybe maybe that's why he killed maybe that's why he killed the guy because he wanted to go to jail because he knows he knows what goes on in the prison. Well, I don't know about that. I don't think people, I don't think generally you want to go to prison. I, even if it's like even like he went to he went to a rich person prison, right? So it's like <laughs> oh yeah, true. He, so he, like, he went he went and played tennis every <laughs> yeah. fucking morning. Like he went to he went to a fucking country club that you're not yeah, allowed rich, to leave. Rich, yeah, that's exactly what rich man prison is. <laughs> You get, you get you get like filet mignon every Friday. <laughs> you, you can play tennis. They, yeah. got like, they got pools. Yeah, yeah. You can go swimming if you want. Instead of a cell, you get a room that has like satellite. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, prisons in like uh, like uh, Switzerland and stuff like Norway and stuff? They're yeah. like they're just like nice. They're like my they're like my dorm room. Like they're just they're kind of nice. Like, <laughs> they've got like a desk and like a bed with like pillows and shit. <laughs> and it's just Norway. They're like, yeah, it's just jails here. <laughs> there's, I go to carpet. Norway. there's carpet. That's the one thing I noticed. Like you see like an American jail is just a fucking cell. You got a fucking metal slab to sleep on. Yeah. Norway, they got carpet, you got a little desk, you got like a fucking lamp. <laughs> so you have a lamp in an American prison. People would hang themselves on it. It's a fucking lamp. It's got a cord, dude. <laughs> now these these Norway criminals, they're a little bit more uh, they're a little bit more responsible, obviously. Well, you know the thing is, uh, like the 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 re the reoffending is way low. It's way low in in fucking Norway. Cause like they they go in, they serve their time, and they're like, it's nice, but I I've learned my lesson. In America, yeah. it's like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm hardened from the shit that they did to me in there. So, 
I'll, I'll commit again. Yeah, I'll cut. Just keep committing. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're like, because once you get used to, once, can't break you then, right? Like, yeah. Once you once you get used to to sleeping on a metal slab, there's no going back. It's true. Like you get home to your soft bed with your wife and shit, and you're like, you can't sleep, so you end yeah. up rolling off the bed onto the fucking uh, hardwood floor every night. <laughs> so you're used to it. I liked I liked a lot of the things that this I liked a lot of the things that this movie did. Um, a lot of coke, it, a lot of coke usage. A lo- lot of coke usage. Yeah, um, you know what I noticed as soon as as soon as uh, he got to old Chang Tatum on the coke there, he frosted his tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I was like, why did he do that? And then eventually he cut it off because I liked I liked sort of the the transformation, sort of like the lapdog type transformation you see Channing Tatum go through the entire movie. And really, Channing Tatum is the only one who didn't get the short end of the stick on this, and he was kind of an asshole. Yeah, uh, he wasn't a very he wasn't a very likable character. I think that's another reason why the guy probably didn't like this movie. But uh, he's he's since since uh, he tweeted all that stuff that he didn't like it, uh, he has retweeted or he has retracted a statement, and he now says that it's a blessing from God, and he loves the movie. Uh, he was just <laughs> uh, you know it brought up bad memories of his his brother getting murdered, you know. All right, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But um, basically... Oh, no, no, you said it was a miracle from God. I'm sorry, I misquoted that. Basically, once you find out that that guy's mom dies, right, you feel for him, right? Even though he's kind of a jizzy human being. Absolutely. You don't know what he's about. That's what I liked about this movie is that they created these... Well, not created, these were actual people that were kind of jizz bags, and they used performances... To make us like those characters, regardless. Yeah. I kind of wish they hadn't ended it the way they did. You know, like it was, it was a little quick. It was like uh, it was kind of like climax, and then it was over. Yeah, it was like, all right, now that the climax has happened, can like, can we see Mark's response to what's going on, or is it gonna, is he gonna find out, or does he just still not know? Like, uh, yeah. Um. No, I, I mean, it, I felt like it worked. It's just a little unsatisfying after two hours of nothing happening. Yeah, and then fi- yeah, finally we get into something actually happening, and then we get and this I fucking hate I think we'll, we'll get I to this. If they they could have they could have killed off the character like way earlier, and then there would have been a lot of good content afterwards, you know. Yeah, and I hate I fucking hate, and a lot of movies do this like. What movies that are based on a true story, they do this all the time, is when they end with those fucking, like, this is what happened next in this person's life. And it's like, yo, if that's what happened next, fucking use some of your screen time to just show me that. You know? Yeah. It's like, I, I, uh, you know. We did we did two biopics this week. I just, I don't know, just occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. Both, both biopics. Um, this one... I wouldn't say 100% fuck no. I would. I don't even know if I would say fuck no. I think. I think I'd say fuck yes, but I don't know. Like it's it's, def- it's definitely watchable. It's just not. It's not great. It's really slow. I think that's the main problem. It's really slow. I would. I would recommend people go see this though, just to see Steve Carell though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, maybe you know, Red Bo- maybe Redbox is bad boy. Yeah, it's like Steve Carell's performance in this is like gotta see it to believe it type. Type. It's, shit. It's def- I don't feel like you'd like it if you were under like 20. Yeah. you're not going to enjoy this movie, probably. Yeah, my girlfriend is very, like, I don't know what it is, but she is very reportedly against biopics. She won't watch a movie that's based on a true story, and she 
uh, yeah, she hated this. I, I made her watch it, and she hated it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I like biopics, man. They're they're usually good. They're usually they're usually good, but I don't know. It feels like to me they've run out of interesting true stories to talk about. So <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. Actually, they're just shuffling through the ones that sort of have interesting. I hope I get a biopic pretty soon. I'm due for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> From all those, okay, uh, I want to play me in my biopic. Matt Damon. Damon, no, take it, take a take a real guess. Come on now, Chadley. <laughs> um, okay, uh, the Zodiac Killer. No. Um, <laughs> uh, no. like a real Hollywood actor yeah. I could see you know what on the topic I could see Ruffalo busting out a Buckley Duke performance no here's who I want me here's who I want to play me I want uh, Kenneth Bronner to play me because he's on that Shakespeare shit you know <laughs> it's nothing like you <laughs> you just what said he's the... on that Shakespeare shit yeah that's, that's what I mean he's on that, that Shakespeare why... shit is that why they let him direct Thor? Because he knew a lot about like that talk. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if if I were ever to if I were ever to get a biopic, I want it to be Chris Pratt, but he's got to gain the weight back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would call him up and be like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie?" And he'd be like, uh, "Yeah, sure." And I'm like, "You got got to get the fat back, though." I want to be in a, a biopic of the bare naked ladies, and I want to play Stephen Page. Oh, dude, you do you look like Stephen Page actually? When he was on coke, I want to do those years in the biopic. <laughs> Just those years. The rest of it is played by someone else. Well, yeah, because like when he was on coke, he was like he he was probably closer to my age, and then when he was off coke. Uh, he was older, so they'd have to get someone else to play Stephen Page for that, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. So we didn't really mention this that a lot when talking about Foxcatcher. I mean, we mentioned it a couple of times, but not a lot. This is a movie about wrestling. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how we danced around that, but this is a movie about wrestling. It's, it's not about that, though. That's why we didn't mention it. It's about the fucking characterization. Yeah, yeah. And really the really the performances save this movie. Sure, absolutely. And like if Steve Carell didn't bust out a performance that good, if he had just gone on done like a Dan in real life type performance. <laughs> like, well it's not a it's not a comedic this, role, so this, this might this might have like, been unwatchable. This might have been unwatchable if he didn't go full fledged. He went uh hundo. yeah, he went hundo. Yeah, he went hundo. I think everybody in this movie went hundo. It was pretty good all around the board. There's only like three people that really talked in this movie, so <laughs> And and I mentioned it I mentioned it earlier. It's nice to see uh, Anthony Michael Hall return into the return into the scene. Yeah, absolutely. I was, was pee sure that he died. Pee sure. Wasn't aware of his whereabouts. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, now you know that movie is about wrestling. Do we want to do our top five sports related movies? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't Why don't you start us off this week? All right. Uh, I whip this up uh, real quick. Um, this is this is one that's been on one of my lists before. Live action Disney movies, actually. This is Million Dollar Arm, starring John Hamm and John, Indian Kid. John Hamm. This is a really fucking good movie. It came out last year. Uh, nobody mentions it ever. No one talks about it. It's a good movie though. Million Dollar Arm, man. He has to go to India to find a picture. It reminds me of this this movie, and I don't, I don't know, shit, what was that movie called? It, had, it was one of the most offensive movies I've ever seen. But basically, the concept was. Um, Kevin Bacon was a uh, is a um, you know he, he tries to find basketball talent for the NBA. Yeah. So 
So he's like, well, let's go to Africa because all basketball players, it's really racist. Yeah, this, really this, one's, this one's quite a bit less offensive. It's uh, <laughs> film, you know. Is, is it anti-racism? Uh, it's not anti-racism, but it's, you know, that deals with race issues. It's, my number five, my number yeah. five film is uh, also based on wrestling. Also based on wrestling. Hell yeah. Uh, this is a little Aronofsky flick. Uh, called The Wrestler. Oh, uh, yeah, I almost got that one on there. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah, before I go forward, let me say 100% for sure fuck Mickey Rourke. But, uh, I hate Mickey Rourke. But that's yeah, good... I, I, I hate Mickey Rourke too, but he, I don't know, he went hondo in this movie. He went hondo was, that was uh, when he was trying to make a comeback and he was in yeah. four movies and then he left. left <laughs> yeah, the and then he gone forever. He was like, what? Because he got nominated for the for an Oscar for this movie and he didn't win it and a lot of people thought he was going to and I bet a lot of people included Mickey Rourke and so when he didn't win the Oscar, he's like, fuck! Uh, not Mickey Rourke. Hmm. So, okay. uh, 2008? Jeez, Louise. Uh, I want to say Leo, but he's never even fucking... He's never Leo, don't, Leo don't win things, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Leo watches other people win things. That's all he does. I wouldn't even uh, show up if I was him anymore. I just wouldn't show up. Who, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, if I was Leo, I just wouldn't show up. It was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis from uh, There Will Be Blood. It, it was not. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, it that's, was, that's the wrong year. Sorry. It was Sean Penn from Milk. Right, Milk. And that's a movie I haven't seen in forever, and it... It's actually real fucking good. That's a that's definitely a gooder. You go you go gay activist, you win. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's how it is. Somehow Brad Pitt got nominated for a Curious Case of Benjamin Button that year. Oh man, that movie was not very good. <laughs> that movie, it's basically like fake fake fucking um, uh, Forrest Gump, but instead of being you know whatever he was, I don't I don't really want it. I don't want to. Identify that him. was a, that was a pretty bad year, quite honestly. Yeah, looking at looking for us, Nixon, we're like. Uh yeah, I, uh, um. And Dark Knight. Slumdog Millionaire won that year, and I gotta say. Oh fuck that movie. Not for me, not for me. Slumdog Millionaire. So overrated. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's... I don't hate it. I just think it's so fucking overrated. Yeah, I feel yeah. Not that great. And then the next year, fucking Hurt Locker won. Fucking bullshit ass Hurt Locker. No, dude, I love the Hurt Locker. At least Avatar didn't win, motherfucker. I don't want Avatar to win either, but fucking Hurt Locker is <laughs> not a good movie, dude. You have a you have a solid point on that one. Um, but yeah, the year after that, what what one? There was a few bullshit years. Oh no, the year after that was the King's Speech. Although that being said, King's Speech was great. Yeah, King's Social, Speech is good. Social Network was for sure better though. Social Network got robbed, dude. Yeah, it fucking got robbed. And then the year after that was the fucking artist. Oh, fuck oh, that shit. Dude, it's so bad. Oh, I hate the artist. It's so bad. And, like, there, <laughs> well, that was a shitty year. That year though. Yeah, we got The Tree of Life, extremely close and extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh, man, those uh, are all... Those are, Every movie I see on there is fucking garbage. I kind of like Moneywell. I like, I like The Descendants, and I like The Help. Other than uh, that, the rest... Wrestling yeah, the Descendants was good, but didn't that win something too? I don't know, maybe. I, all I remember oh, about yeah, this... it won adapted screenplay because I, I know Jim Rash has a fucking Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> what I love so much about the Descendants is that Shaggy from Scooby Doo was bagging George Clooney's wife. Oh uh, yeah, that was so good. That, that movie should have won. That movie that was, was way better than the artist. It was actually was that the year that might have been the year that Drive came out too, because Drive I remember was even robbed of a nom. 
Mm. And drive, drive oh, was the Warhorse got one though. Warhorse got something. Warhorse blows. <laughs> got a dude. Warhorse is so fucking bad. Anyway, uh, what's your number? Or is it my turn? Uh, yeah, number number four. We just went way off track. Number four. Everybody me. get up and welcome to the Space Jam. Space right. Jam? Welcome to the Space Jam. Is your Bye. number four legit Space Jam? Yeah, dude, I adore Space Jam. <laughs> this is the face of a man who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> dude, these lists aren't real. I thought we'd been over this before. <laughs> dude, no, though. Space Jam rules. Space Jam's awesome. I heard they're making a sequel with King James, LeBron James. I love that uh, Space Jam's original 1996 website is still in operation. You goddamn right. Still never take that shit down. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you Michael Jordan runs that shit off a <laughs> server in his fucking house. That means you know. You know that means they have to pay for that every year. Yeah. Someone... No, well, no. It's on. It's on. It's on Warner Brothers fucking server somewhere in the back, and they forgot about it. Like it takes. It's. it's I could look at it. I bet it's like no more than a megabyte. It's just sitting on their fucking server somewhere. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So my number four, my little, my number four is a little baseball joint yeah, uh, that, that you might have heard of. It's uh, Tom Hanks in A League of Their Own. Oh yeah, that's a good uh, movie. We also got Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, uh, Gina Davis, all-star cast, really. Sure, absolutely. My favorite part of that movie is when Tom Hanks calls the ref a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Tom Hanks, he's like. He's got some great family-friendly uh, fucking curse words. Yeah, yeah. And this this movie this movie goes hard, and you know it's about females playing baseball during the war because men are you know off killing people and whatnot. Sure. But uh, yeah, this was I don't know I I always I always laugh. It's a good comedy, a lot of fun, for sheers. Yeah, absolutely. My number three. Uh, we've talked about it on this show for some reason. Uh, this is Jerry Maguire. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Can I tell you a fun secret? Can I tell yeah. you a fun secret? You know yeah, what my number three is? What is it? Jerry Maguire. Yeah, all right. <laughs> according to according to uh, Movie Epidemic and PunchNerds.com, Jerry Maguire is the third best sports movie confirmed of all time. Of all time. Jerry, show me the money. You had me at who? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I fucking remember last time we talked about Jerry Maguire, we were talking about vomit bits on the same show. And that right was, after uh, the show, we're like, why didn't I do? Why didn't I do? He had me at a. That was, uh, I believe, that was during uh, the episode where we talked about Tom Hanks movies. So, it, or uh, not Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise movies. So, uh, it would have been uh, that. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. If you guys want to go check out that bit. That's <laughs> that's a good that's a good episode. All right. So what's your since since both of our number three, Jerry Maguire, what's your number two? My number two is a little movie called Caddyshack, golfing. Oh. Film. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's in there. <laughs> that's a joke that happens. It's <laughs> uh, a good that's a that's a good movie. You got you got the King Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray's in it for a bit. I don't got much to say about Caddyshack. It's a good film. Go check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So my number two uh, is a little little Christian Bale joint called The Fighter. Oh, yeah, The uh, Fighter. With, with Schmarky Schmark. Oh, uh, fucking Schmarky. You may know him from Transformers fame. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he thinks he's found a Transformer. Is that a Transformer? Is that a Transformer? Optimus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Galvatron. <laughs> 
Bumblebee. <laughs> B, yo, B, yo, B. Yo, yo B, Bumblebee. <laughs> Someone from Boston trying to say Bumblebee. That's that okay. That that movie's straight trash. But the fighter with Mark uh, Mark Mark Ruffalo, no Mark Wahlberg, and uh, Christian Bale, it's definitely a fucker. Like oh, it definitely yeah. it fucks, it definitely for fucks sure. that for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, got, it got it just barely got edged out by Space Jam on my list. So. Just just barely by Space Jam. I feel you. So what's your what's your numero uno? Uh, my number one. This is a great film. Personal favorite of mine. This is Slap Shot. This is a slap shot. Oh, hockey movie. Oh, you know what movie I should. You know what movie I wish I would have included on my list. I didn't, but I have one of every sport on my list. I I don't, but uh, you know you know it was a really good hockey movie. Hmm. Y'all ever seen Goon? Yeah, Goon's alright. Yeah, with Sean William Scott. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. Very strict, I don't know. Very strict about the movies I like, but that one, that one I fuck with. That that one's that one's scooched by somehow. Yeah, my number one, my number one is obviously the class, most classic, fucking sports movie in the history of filmmaking. That number one is Rocky, starring Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah. Got it. Got to show some some love for Rock. Rocky's all right. I like it a lot. I I almost debated putting um Rocky Four on there, because well, that's that the one with. Oh, wait, which one? Which is the one with? Uh, which is the one with Hulk Hogan? There. Is Hulk Hogan? Is Hulk Hogan in one of those movies? I don't recall Hulk Hogan being in these movies. I know number two is racist. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. Hold on. Who's the famous... There's a famous person... Number four is uh, is uh, uh, the Russian guy. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, Ivan Draga. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I'm very Not far even... away from Hulk Hogan. <laughs> very, very far from... He Terry played Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> a, a Polo, Apollo Creed. Is his name fucking Terry? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking yeah, Terry. brother. This hey. name's Terry, brother. This name's Terry Hulk Hogan, brother. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, no, I was... Oh, no, I was thinking of Clubber Lang, who's played by my, Mr. Mr. Me and T. my 26-inch pythons, brother. <laughs> Come down there. Better eat your vitamins. Eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. Yeah, brother. Yeah, I was thinking of Clubber Lang, who's Mr. T, right? Played by Mr. T, not Hulk I could, Hogan. I could, I could see how you get Hulk, uh, Terry Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T, maybe the T stands for Terry. Maybe, maybe Mr. T is just like blackface version of fucking Hulk Hogan. And all these fucking wrestlers have like really silly, like real names, like fucking Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Johnson. It's basically that it sounds like a bald dick. Dick. <laughs> Like Vin Diesel, Terry Hogan, Vin Diesel. That can't be his real name, right? No, no, it's like, not. A, no <laughs> real name. No one's name is that, Chad. <laughs> Have you ever met someone with the last name of Diesel? No, you haven't. Uh, uh, exist. Uh, let's see. Born Mark Vincent. His name's Mark Vincent. Like his last name's Vincent. His last name is Vincent. So Mark. He took that. Yeah, he took that, and then he was like, oh, "I'm gonna be in these Fast and Furious movies, so it's gonna be Diesel." Yeah. Like, how do you go? How do you go up to a fucking talent agency and say, "Hello, my name is Vin Diesel," like with a straight face? <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like that would be me, like in a professional setting, be like, "Hi, my name is Buck Duke." <laughs> yeah, nobody would take you seriously, man. No, they wouldn't, but they would believe me. Mister, like, very serious about it. <laughs> Mister Leduc. It's, it's very close to LaBeouf. 
sort of. I was I, I came up with that before Shayla Shayla Buck was alive. <laughs> before he before he came out of his mother's crescent. I don't know what that sentence. Her, her crescent wound. <laughs> <laughs> you want to move on to the next movie here? Yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about James Bond. So oh, James Bond. Basically, we're into the Brosnan films here, and I was I was horrified because uh, I hadn't seen all these Brosnan movies. I'd seen I'd seen Goldeneye and I'd seen Die Another Day, uh, and I was sure. I was under the impression that because of Die Another Day, every single one of these James Bond movies by Brosnan was trash except for Goldeneye. Uh, so this one was not trash. This one's pretty good. Uh, fun fact: This is the first James Bond movie I ever saw. I don't know Fun if it was. In, I can't. I can't remember if it was in theaters or my dad gave me like, or he brought home like a VHS of it. But I, I know I, this is the first one I ever seen because I, I vaguely remember as a child seeing this boat boat scene near the beginning here. This boat scene. Yeah. There was there was some good there were some good scenes in this. Um, one thing I do want to say too is I that watched I, this shit at work today. It's <laughs> no shame. I had my fucking tablet just open on my desk watching the movie. It's incredible. That's incredible. Um. Fucking Robert Robert Carlyle as a villain? Uh yes please forever. Yeah. Robert yeah. Robert Carlyle is so fucking good. And do you know what he's most well known for? What would uh, that be, Chadley? He is uh he is one of the main characters of the television program Once Upon a Time. Wow, that's what he's yeah. doing these days? <laughs> yeah, he plays he plays Rumpelstiltskin. Let me tell you, both is my he on the, is he on like is he on that one? Is he on is he on the spin off one too? Maybe. There's spin-off. a spin-off? Yeah, there's like uh it was like uh what's it called? Once Upon a Time Wonderland. It's oh he, he probably was in that, but I don't know. But here's the dealio is that my brother and my girlfriend love this show. Fucking won't miss a second of it. So I've seen I've seen a fair amount of this show. I gotta say it's it's pretty trash. Yeah. But Robert mm-hmm. Carlyle so fucking good in it. You'd be better off watching some uh, Supernatural or something. At least that show's like watchable. If they made a spinoff of Once Upon a Time that was just about Robert Carlyle's character, I'd watch the <laughs> fuck out of that. It'd be called Rump. Yeah, <laughs> Rump. <laughs> I would Rump Upon a Time. I rump would watch. Upon. <laughs> I would watch the shit about that. Or Once Rump Upon a Time. There's, there's, yeah. there's lots of good puns that we can make here. Uh, he was he was fantastic in this movie. He was there was really a lot of good. there was a lot of good stuff. Uh, the one chick was fucking awful though. Oh god, Christmas. Oh, Christmas was so bad, dude. <laughs> Who names somebody Christmas, bruh? What was your last name, Christmas? Uh, Christmas Doe or how? I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the IMDb page real yeah, quick. So it sounds. It was like, it was like some sort of a, some sort of like a shitty pun. Um, it was yeah, Christmas Jones. Right, Christmas Jones. Yeah. I almost said that, then I'm like, that's not it. I can't be it. <laughs> it can't be. You can't be named. Chris. Who names their child Christmas? People who don't love their children. That's who. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a, it's there's a really sad moment in this one, you know, when they're retiring queue. And uh, oh. John Cleese is there. Oh. And he's like, "What is this? What is this guy R?" And it's like, "That's how you're sending him out." I mean, they had they gave him the little speech where he says, "Remember what I told you, you know, uh, never let him see you bleed, and always have an exit." Click goes down, cried, teared. I teared up. Fucking cried. 
You know why, man? Because we Desmond Llewellyn's been with us since the fucking beginning of this journey. Goddamn right he has. And I know for a fact that in the next movie, which I have seen and it is trash, uh, John Cleese takes over as Q full-time. They had him as Q full-time for one movie before they were like, nah, cut that shit out. Well, that's not really the reason, I don't think. I think it's because they took an extended break after that movie. Uh, four years. That wasn't that long. It was about. It was. It was less time. It was less time than it was between Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan. That's true. And fucking Llewellyn was in both those. Llewellyn, I feel like. I feel like when they were writing this movie, they knew Llewellyn was like, ready to, to you know rest into his grave. He was certainly knocking on death's door for a few of these. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I think they were lucky to have him as long as they did, and. And he's fucking amazing. So God bless. That that's that scene that scene that he did in this movie was one of my favorite Q scenes. Just because I don't know, it had an emotional impact because sure. Pierce Brosnan. I don't I don't really have that big of an emotional attachment to him. I don't really give a shit. No, he's that's not. Llewellyn, though. I don't know. Pierce Brosnan doesn't fucking carry that Spawn swagger that mm-hmm. uh, the other guys did. I wouldn't. I would say that Timothy Dalton didn't really either. I yeah, I would say. I, that, I don't. I mean. Whatever. I would say that's mostly. I'd barely count Timothy Dalton, dude. <laughs> His about, movies weren't that. Da- Dying in the light, daylights or whatever. Living the living daylights. Yeah, that one was pretty good. I enjoyed that one. I thought License to Kill was great. Yeah, License to Kill was really good. Both of his were pretty good, I thought, but. Yeah, he just wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's what I liked about those movies. Is that because he wasn't very good, they were sending in Desmond Llewellyn a lot to give him backup. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There was some heavy, there's some heavy Q action in those. The more Desmond, the better. I also like um, you and I were looking today at um, uh, <laughs> yeah. 007 Racing, and yeah, Desmond, dude, I, Llewellyn, Desmond Llewellyn is a playable character in it. I found that shit on uh, on the emulator. I'm gonna play it on the fucking YouTube now. <laughs> oh fuck it, a man. <laughs> it's gonna be great. That's fantastic. But uh, 007 Racing for the PlayStation 1. 007 Racing. I can't even believe that's a real thing. I've never heard of that until I found it today. No, I've never heard of it either, dude. But, I've heard uh, of all the games, Chatley. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've heard of all the games. <laughs> he, he knows. He certainly knows his video games. That's for sheezies. Oh, my God. I own over 600 of them on Steam. <laughs> I own over 400 of them on the shelf. God bless the shelf. God bless. God bless the shelf. Um, but Jesus, six hundred man. Like, what? What do you do with your time, man? I don't play games. That's for sure. I just look <laughs> at the collection mostly. Yeah, I, there's so many games in my collection I've never even fucking touched. Oh yeah, me too. I've been like playing fucking... the fuck out of uh, out of Pac-Man uh, Championship Edition though. Okay, play, Playboy the Mansion. When would I ever play this? No, yeah, exactly. When would I ever play Playboy the Mansion? No, it's Do just you even have an Xbox? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, some of them play on the Xbox 360. Um, I've never been able to get one to work on my Xbox 360. I know Half-Life 2 works, Grand Theft Auto works, Burnout 3 works, Shenmue 2 works, Halo 1 and 2 work, Psychonauts works. Hey, right, this isn't your fucking game time show, Chadley. <laughs> I was just, I was just listing off all the original Xbox games I had. This is the fucking movie show, Chadley. Take that to your fucking game show. So let's uh, let's talk a little. We we haven't really talked much about this movie. Uh, uh, yeah. So basically, James Bond sleeps with Electra King, who might be the hottest 
Bond girl ever. And there's a nip slip. I don't know if you... I don't know I if you see, noticed. Uh, no, I was on a small screen, so I didn't really see the nip slip. There was there was a nip slip. If somebody walked by at your work, they would have been like, "Oh, you looking at porn at work? That was a nip slip." Uh, no, I turned down the I turned down the brightness, you know. So like, <laughs> uh, if you if you're walking on an angle, you wouldn't be able to see it, you know. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it's not like I wouldn't do it. No, I'm actually no. When I, I was looking straight at it, I could see it. But like, if you're coming in on an angle, you just you see like a dark screen. And people who think you're fucking doing taxes. I mean... Whatever it is you do at work. I assume it's like tax work. I've never done taxes, Jack. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, I will probably go to prison because I've never done taxes. Um, so there was a lot of good aspects to this movie. Of course, we got Electric King and James Bond is going out to find somebody who is trying to kill her. Uh, Renard, who goes by the name Renard. He's played by Robert Carlyle. We already talked about him. And in this one, to take down Renard, he gets the fucking... He gets uh, the help of his good old friend, Valentin Zukovsky. Man! I love Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane's great. <laughs> like, one thing I'd, we didn't mention, but the intro to this shit's like nine minutes long. Yeah, the intro to this shit was nine minutes long, and like, maybe one of my favorite intros. It's so long though, dude. It's so fucking. Oh, like oh, you mean like like the intro bit before? The thing before with the, the song. Fucking... Oh, the thing with the song. Because I remember thinking to myself, like I, we were like twenty minutes in, and I was like, we haven't got the intro thing yet. Like, are, are they skipping over it? I actually legit thought they were skipping over it. Yeah, it is. It is pretty far in. It's like fifteen minutes in or something. Yeah, it's it's definitely lengthy. Um, but yeah, but I mean, had... like I mean, like the actual the actual song. Intro with the fucking psychedelic graphics. Shit's nine minutes, dude. I think I was making dinner at that time, so I didn't really notice. So. It's fucking mm. long. Yeah, very long. I, I I mean, I guess. I didn't really notice. I was making dinner, but... Uh, Robbie Coltrane's great, though. Robbie Coltrane is great in this movie. And then, of course, uh, you know, John Cleese. Oh, if there's any actors I don't like, he'd be, he'd be it. He's not great. Don't like that John Cleese. I don't, I don't know what it is. So many people just fucking jizz over John Cleese. I don't think he's that funny. I don't well, think he's I that... I mean, he, he was fine in the fucking uh, Monty Python stuff, but that's like that's a different time period funny, though. Yeah, I don't know. Those those ones didn't age very well, I feel. They he did not, and I, I don't <laughs> care who's like... Holy Grails probably holds up the best. But. Oh, yeah, like, I could still watch Holy Grail, but it's like, I don't know, I would still go, ugh, like, a lot throughout it. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, because like, it's British humor, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a hit, it's usually pretty hit and miss. And, yeah, the fucking... And then, like, once it's, like, 20 years old, <laughs> it's more hit and miss. The thing is, too, is that fucking Monty Python, uh, they had that show, they had the TV show, and there's, like, 80 hours of that show. And it's like, really? I've never seen yo, it who can watch eighty hours of this shit? <laughs> like, I've seen is... like, I've seen like three of the movies. I've seen that one, Life of Brian, which is all right. Uh, okay. Something completely different or something like that, un unwatchable. Meaning of Life, I've seen. Meaning of Life is quite bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. I like Life of Brian only because it ends with uh, Jesus getting crucified and then singing "Always Look on the Bright Side." That's a good bit, right? So yeah, it's a pretty funny movie. That's a good but bit. It's, it's still like it didn't age well, still though. Oh yeah, no, none of them aged well. Absolutely. 
But, uh, yeah, John Cleese, I don't know. I'm not excited to see him play a full-fledged Q-bit. I, I feel like he's going to try to be Desmond Llewellyn, but he's just he's not going to quite make the cut. I'm going to just keep calling him R. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he's not Q. I'm not <laughs> even going to call Ben Wishaw Q, man. Uh, ben... he's, we, we had a name for him, like Crybaby yeah. Q or something. <laughs> yeah, Crybaby yeah, cry, cry Q. That's right. <laughs> uh, overall, though, uh, this movie had a lot of really great action scenes, a lot of really good characters. There was some good betrayal. Uh-huh. I, I, you know what? This and the reason I like this movie so much is because I just I went in thinking it was gonna be awful, you know. And I feel like hype like that can really just amp a movie up. If you sure, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to expect from this, but. Uh, yeah. As soon as I saw that uh, that boat scene, I'm like, oh, I've seen this shit before. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. That, I did see is... it. I did see, last time I saw it was fucking ten years ago, but. Tomorrow Never Dies. That's actually a shitty movie, and Die Another Day, also a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, this world that it, world is not enough that sandwiches those two movies. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's you know it's not bad. It's not like the best Bond movie. No, it's no Goldeneye, but it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Goldeneye, Goldeneye's like a fucking master, like a oh, master. Man. Goldeneye's top three for me. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Absolutely agree. But um, yeah, no. I think I think Boris holds up Goldeneye mostly. Oh, absolutely, Boris does. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking adore Boris. <laughs> Perverted Russian, Alan Cumming, who also played the Great Gizmo on the absolutely. Flintstones. So you got uh, you got anything else about this? I would just say, you know what? I would say. Maybe not 100%, but I'd say a solid 90% fuck yes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah that seems fair. It's not one I'd skip. I would skip the, the other one we watched with the computer, the, the fucking newspaper guy. That, that, and that was like the difference too, right? Yeah, it, no, I don't know. I kind of like that one actually. I don't. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan, but the big difference in the between the two movies is like, in, this, in that movie it was just like a newspaper guy, but in this guy, Renard... He couldn't feel pain. He couldn't feel. He couldn't feel like any physical thing. So he actually was a fucking threat. Oh, he was a way better Bond villain. That's for sure. Absolutely. The, the newspaper guy was okay, but like he wasn't really threatening. Yeah. And Robert Carlyle, like I said, man, he fucking rules. I wish he wasn't on that Once Upon a Time show. <laughs> what else would he be doing, Chandler? Come on. Ah, fucking anything, dude. Anything but that. It's so bad. Like you know where I'd like to see him? I'd like to see Robert Carlyle. In the uh, the Heroes reboot, <laughs> you know they're rebooting uh, that show, Heroes. There are they really? That show happened like five years ago. No, <laughs> the show came. That show was out ten years ago. But get your fucking <laughs> was it? Yeah, dude. What fucking year did that <laughs> come out? Oh four. <laughs> what? Yeah, come on now. Jesus, this came out so fucking I, long ago. Dude. I still think that two thousand six is five years ago. <laughs> I'm behind the times. I don't even know what year it is. Oh my goodness. Should we should we move on? Yeah, might as well. What how what what percent fuck yes would you give the world is not enough? Oh, uh, you know, it's pretty high. That's uh, I'd say it's definitely pretty high on the fuck meter, so. Yeah, and he fucked he fucked in this movie. He fucked a few people. He sure did. Yeah, I think I think he fucked three people. I I can't really recall. Oh, dude, wait, hold on. Before we go on, he fucked the doctor. He fucked the doctor because if he did, if he didn't, she wouldn't let him go into duty. Like that was amazing. That's right. That was a good bit. He fucked the, he fucked the doctor, and then 
the doctor got called on her shit for banging Bond, and that was that was also really cool. Sure. Mad sexist mm-hmm. though. Mad. That was like one of the most sexist things in Bond history. When he's like, when she's just like, oh, I can't clear you for duty, and he's like, what if I give you my cock? And she clears him for duty. Hey, hey, hey. Imagine all my dick. So you want to talk about the Spinner Dicks movie? Spinner Dicks movie? What? Spinner Dick Cumbersnatch? <laughs> Spander Splock Cumber Batch? Spinner, spinner Wheels Cumber Batch. Fumble Quop Singer Datch? Those aren't even words anyway. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, this is the imitation game, and I gotta say, man, it's good. I loved it, man. I fucking I loved fucking, this movie. Fucking loved it. Yeah, me too. Alan Turing, of course, is an interesting guy as it is. Sure. Uh, fucking. Um, he invented computers, of... man. He's a wild inspiration to me. Yeah, the, the inventor of computers. To all you homophobic people, type it away on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gay man yeah, invented that computer. Yeah, yeah, fucking rednecks. A fucking poofter invented that shit. <laughs> Poofter's my favorite. Uh, it's one of my favorite case players, and they, they use it in this movie. <laughs> that and Butt Buddies. Oh. Butt Buddies is fucking tremendous. If you're like, <laughs> you want to throw out a fucking case, you want to throw out a case player, Butt Buddies is fucking tremendous, dude. <laughs> Why would I ever want to throw out a Gaysler? Anyway. If, if, you know, if there's a... If you ever need to. <laughs> the moment arises. Um, this Bob movie Buddies was... and Poofter, man. Those are the ones. This is this is an amazing movie, though. It tells And it tells a fantastic story. And unlike Foxcatcher, it's riveting from, you know, from the minute it starts to the minute it ends. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Alan, Alan Turing, like I said, interesting guy. He invented the computer. Um... Benedict Cumberbatch did a damn good job of portraying him too. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good at playing those fucking autistic characters. That's for sure. You know what? You know what I noticed about this movie? Huh. Is that um, uh, the kid actors were good, and like you don't see that very often. Yeah, that's true. The kid actor who played like young Alan Turing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. They were good, but like, this is one of those movies where. Uh, like it, w- it was so good, I didn't even notice. Like it didn't even occur to me that that was happening because it was just yeah. good all the way through. Yeah, and uh, we got Kira Knightley in it too. Oh yeah, Kira Knightley. I didn't even know she was good, dude. I've only ever seen her in fucking pirate movies. <laughs> yeah, no, she was. Uh, I don't know what else is she in. Fucking, she was in like she a was bunch in a bunch of, of like British period pieces that I would never yeah, watch. Like Pride and Prejudice and shit like that. I would never watch that shit, but. Wasn't she in like Passchendaele or some some war movie like that? No, nah, it was it wasn't Passchendaele. That was an all Canadian. That was an all Canadian endeavor. That was that was an all Canadian joint. She was in some war movie. I don't remember what it was, but it was also kind of terrible. Um, um, uh, I can't find it. I, can't. I don't know. I don't remember. But she was really good in this movie. Yeah, she was fantastic. You know who uh, I really like? Mark Strong. Oh man, Mark Strong fucking rules. Oh, Mark Strong is so good, dude. Oh, he was fantastic. Like, I don't know. That being said, like Benedict Cumberbatch, let's be honest, he played, you know, he did the best performance in this. Oh, absolutely. That was that was something that just I've just always been a big Mark Strong fan. He was really good in that Sherlock movie. Yeah, he was in that too, wasn't he? Yeah, fucking Mark Strong. Mark Strong. He was like a he he was the MI6 agent. 
right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's some real James Bond like shit going on in this movie. Hell yeah, there's a lot of. It was a it's a you know it's a good time period, uh, especially since you don't really, you never see this aspect of fucking World War Two. Never yeah. see this shit. One thing, I, one thing I find so interesting about this story too is that nobody knew nobody knew this story until like the 1990s. Yeah, that's what's that's what's one of the best things about it, really. Yeah, and it was one of the most important parts of World War II, and it was, like, it was classified. Most history books that you would read at school don't have this information in it because they were printed too long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, man. Like that's not even a joke. That's true. <laughs> no, that's real. But yeah. It basically, it's about uh, a decoder who is trying to decode German si- um, signals being sent, uh, trying to figure out when they're going to attack through yeah. an, a machine called Enigma. And the entire movie was about him attempting to break Enigma, because apparently it's unbreakable. So, uh, I, sp- I really like that this movie puts you through the fucking gambit of emotions, like... You get, like, yeah. uncomfortable when he's, like, being mean to everybody. And then, like, you get super happy when they crack it. And then you just get so fucking depressed when they have to, like, not tell anybody about it and all those people oh, are yeah. dying. Yeah, and then, and then he gets, uh, he has to go to, through hormonal therapy because oh, yeah. he's a homosexual. Yeah. And, yeah, but he's, like, he does it because if he doesn't, like, he knows he won't be able to continue building computers. Mm-hmm. And his computer, it's what was his name? Fascinating. Yeah, the computer was named Christopher. He named he named the computer first ever computer was named Christopher. Fun fact. Yeah, God bless. This man did this man did a lot for the world. Certainly. That's one thing. That's one thing that I, I I hope this movie makes people see is that this man did a lot for the world. Yeah, sure, you can sit there fucking browsing Reddit, but know that you wouldn't have fucking been there. You wouldn't be there browsing Reddit looking at dank memes if it yeah. wasn't for fucking Alan Turing. God bless Alan Turing, because without him, there'd be no dank memes. You know? <laughs> there, there would be no... Uh, you know what? It's one of those things where like a lot of people are like, oh, well, if he didn't invent it, somebody would have. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Uh, no, I mean, you, you, you have to be very smart. You know? and, yeah. And not not many people are Alan Turing smart. Sure. Okay. If I <laughs> I could trap, um, let's say a hundred thousand people, just pick them randomly, put them on a desert island, and be like, make a computer in the next four months, and guess how many people would be able to make a computer? Probably none. Probably even a radio. Make it. Okay, you're trapped on a desert island. Make a radio with uh, human maybe, bones. I would say maybe five then. Yeah. Five okay. people out of a hundred thousand sure. could do a radio. Maybe one could do a computer. Probably zero, though. Probably zero. And Alan Turing, like he wasn't just like making a computer at a factory from some fucking instruction booklet. He made he made the first from scratch computer. Yeah, man. Like uh, also today, uh, his uh, code breaking notebook sold uh, at auction for one million dollars. I saw so, that. I saw so that fact. too. Fun fact: Help fight the Nazis. Yeah, dude, it's fucking badass. I this is another one of those cases where I don't want to give too much away because really, I like I, not only do I want people to see this movie, but I think it's important that people see this movie, especially like fucking dank ass teenagers. You know what I mean? Like they should okay. fucking see this movie and. God, I hate teens. 
I know, but they should. A lot of teens follow me on uh, Twitter, and you know, they wouldn't have Twitter to follow me on if those preteens didn't. Born for Alan Turing, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Dank memes and following me on Twitter. God bless you, Alan Turing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Oh God, fucking Alan Turing is fucking rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> he's, he's, I bet he's mad about this podcast. Oh, he sure is. <laughs> this is not the this is you know this is not the intent of computing machines. You know, we're we're blaming him for Twitter and dank me. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of him that the word Bay is so popular. <laughs> God bless Alan Turing. <laughs> this could be us, but you playing. <laughs> oh, thank you, Alan Turing. Thank you, Alan Turing, for everything that you've done. Doge. This, this, <laughs> this podcast, dude. <laughs> this fucking podcast. We would not, we would not be able to communicate right now if it wasn't for goddamn Alan Turing. You want to go off to college? Chat and pictures. <laughs> Grumpy cat's worst Christmas ever. That was an Alan Cumming original. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you, Alan Turing. Yeah, Alan Cumming. Whoops. <laughs> slip <laughs> of the tongue, Freudian slip. Definitely not the same person. Yeah, Alan no, Turing. different person. Alan Probably Turing. Probably real person. Oh. Woo! Alan Turing. <laughs> no, no, this is a really fucking good movie, though. Yeah, no, like, like I said, I think it's important that everybody see this movie. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, like, uh, you know, I'm sure Selma is also one that everyone should see. Yeah, but, uh, we, haven't, we haven't checked that out yet. I haven't got to that one yet, but this this is fucking amazing. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Easily. Easily 10 out of 10. One of the best movies of the year. Yeah, I would uh, I would say so. And, like, if you're a fan of the cucumber sandwich... Oh man, he's amazing. Oh, he's 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 unbelievable. That's and that's what I've I've found out about this year is that looking at all the people who are nominated for best actor, this is like the only year in history I think that I've looked at every nomination for best actor and think, fuck, that guy deserves it. Oh yeah. They they all deserve it. I, to be honest, I think it'll either go to Redmayne or Keaton. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I you know I think Redmayne honestly. I think I think Redmayne too. A lot of people think Keaton, though. A lot, because he had that like. Know, man, I don't the know. Thing about Ke- the thing about Keaton is that he had to carry, he had to carry the whole second half of that movie by himself, and that's why people are saying Keaton. And and let's let's be honest, Eddie Ranamain didn't even say most of his lines. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> was that was that was that tasteless? Was that tasteless? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> let's just let's just go with yeah. That was pretty tasteless, but. <laughs> I think I don't know. When it comes to best actor, honestly, I would say it's almost tied for me personally between Redmayne and Steve Carell. Cause oh, yeah, Carell was everyone was fucking good. Man, there was some good shit this year. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm just gonna put that out there. This was a good fucking year. I remember seeing Benedict Cumberbatch nominated, and I was like, he can't be that good. Like, seen him in Sherlock, whatever. And then well, I saw it's this a similar like, it's a similar character though and yeah, no they're they're both on the spectrum they're both on the spectrum they're both they both have autism that's for sure <laughs> all right they're both autistic all right. 
I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I also like how blunt he was in in imitation game too when he was like when he was like, What if I don't like to be with girls? And the guy's like, So what, like a homosexual? And he's like, How did you know? And it's like, <laughs> we kinda just told him, man. Like uh, Yeah, dude, banging dudes. Dudes banging dudes. Dudes on dudes. Dude on dude crime. <laughs> I think that's uh, pretty much it for this episode. Yeah, I would say that's about it. Imitation game, hundred percent. Fuck yes. In fact, if I'm not gonna ask you, I'm not saying you should go see this movie. I am telling you, go see this movie. No way, fans or bots, go see it. It's fucking good. Yep. Hundo. So next week we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna take. Uh, we're gonna watch Grand Budapest Hotel. But mm-hmm. then we're also for our other movie. We're gonna take a quick break from. Uh, you know, from the from the normal the normal stuff we watch, the, the Oscar nominated stuff. We're gonna take a quick break from that. We will get back and check out American Sniper and Selma, I'm sure, at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna watch Thirteen Sins, the new horror movie that I really want to check out. And then well, in Bond, where, where'd you get that from? You see a trailer or something, or someone tell you about it? Yeah, my girlfriend told me about it and said it was good. So. All right, well, we'll put that to the test, that's for sure. <laughs> now, even my dad's seen this movie. He said he liked it, so who knows. Yeah, well, it's, and, and Stevie, he's, 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 got, he's got some good taste. Oh, I mean, he likes action movies, so... <laughs> uh, speaking of action movies, we're also going to talk about one that... <laughs> wow. It's called Die Another Day. I might not even watch it. <laughs> I, might come in, I might come in blind, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh man! Just let me fling all the knowledge, and then you can just bash it. No, I don't, I'll might watch it. Who knows? <laughs> depends on depends on what my schedule is looking like. Yeah. Oh, all right. God. Well, uh, we'll talk to you guys on the Monday. Sunday. That's what I said. You said Monday. And I said on the Monday. <laughs>